listening to the Writerly Bites podcast, where you'll get bite-sized tips for making your writing and your writing life better. I'm Blair Hurley, and I'm a novelist and creative writing instructor. You can find more about me and my forthcoming novel, Minor Profits, at BlairHurley.com and on Twitter at bhurley. You can follow news about the podcast on Twitter at Writerly Bites. This week's writing tip is a little bit different because it is my year-end favorite reads of 2022 episode. So this year was a tough year for reading for me, I'm just going to be honest. Uh, With the challenges of childcare and work schedules and taking on a lot of grading and my own writing projects, I read a lot less than I normally do. I just found myself working through about a book every three weeks or so, and that's slow for me. And it felt disappointing when I got to the end that I hadn't read as all this these great books that I wanted to read this year. But I tried to keep thinking about the books that I did read that I really loved that gave me that wonderful, magical reading experience. And there are a few big books that I've been sort of slogging away through diligently throughout the year where I read a few pages every day, just a few pages, and that eventually will get me to the end of these books. They're they're very satisfying reading experiences as well. So probably sometime next year you'll hear me talking about Tom Wolfe's Bonfire of the Vanities and the classic by George Eliot, Middlemarch, which I tried to read by the end of this year, but just couldn't quite get to the end. So I'll have more thoughts about those in future episodes. But for now, I'm delighted to highlight some of my favorite reading experiences from this year and to try to think about what one writing lesson that I could take from each of these books. So the first one is The School for Good Mothers by Jasmine Chan. Uh, This was a really buzzy book from this year. It's basically about uh, a kind of dystopian version of the American Child Protective Services and its, its power, its reach, and the way that it can absolutely strike fear into the hearts of, of parents everywhere. In this novel, uh, Chan has a character who is morally ambiguous. There are ways, I think, in which we can, as readers, feel appalled by the action that she takes while also feeling appalled by the way that she's treated by this inhumane uh, system. So this is a, definitely a, a social commentary kind of novel, but I was so impressed with the way that this writer made it personal and, and tackled it on a personal level, made it all about this character, her struggle to be a parent, her loneliness and isolation, and that terrible decision she makes on one bad day of parenting. I think it's a pretty universal experience that parents can have bad days, and it just depends. There's a certain element of moral luck, perhaps, in whether uh, the bad day gets to be really bad. Um, and, and that's sort of the, the question of the line that's being crossed, uh, that's being raised in this novel in a really interesting way. So the writing tip that I would take from this book is don't be afraid to have your story go to... Uh, other genres or extreme or mind-bending places because this story starts with its social uh, commentary and it could just stay on that dimension but it decides to enter a kind of sci-fi realm that's really uh, unnerving and interesting and, and it takes the story to a new level. 
The next favorite read for me was Disorientation by Elaine Shea Chow. This book was a kind of, uh, I'm interested in campus novels these days because my new work in progress is a campus novel. And this is a campus novel that felt um, also like a social commentary novel, but it had a lot of fun and absurdity to it as well. It felt like a sort of over-the-top satire in some ways, while also being very true to life in others. Uh, in this case, uh, a character who is researching um, an eminent uh, Chinese-American poet and trying to write her thesis or dissertation on it, um, discovers something uh, shattering about this, uh, this poet's true identity. And I don't want to spoil it more than that, except to say that it goes some wild places. Um, the lesson that I would take from this book for my own writing is to have a character who offers some comfort and some friendship and some relief from the heavy themes uh, that might be at the center of my work. Having there's a there's a great best friend character in this story that made me really feel charmed and moved by the relationship in the friendship. The next book that I really enjoyed was Intimacies by Katie Kitamura. Um, this one is um, another sort of beautifully unsettling book, I would say. I was reminded a little bit by the Rachel Cusk trilogy that began with Outline um, in the way that, that Kitamura seems to write. It's a very sort of um, intensely internal, reflective, um, sometimes wandering or discursive. Uh, it has all sorts of directions, and it's mostly a novel of thought, uh, of traveling through the mind and encountering um, slight moments of, of shifting power or tension in, in an interaction with someone else and magnifying that outward and outward. Um, it was such a delightful and uh, haunting read. Uh, very basically, the plot is uh, centered around a translator who works for The Hague um, prosecuting um, war crimes, and she just acts as a translator. Um, but she gets involved in having to have a very intimate relationship with the people who are on trial as a result of her role, and it's really fascinating to see. So the lesson I would take from this beautiful novel really is to think about my scenes, because each scene in this novel has an intensity and a lived-in uh, uh, honesty of, of experience that I would love to have in my own writing. The next book that really was a great read for me is an old one, uh, Mrs. Bridge by Evan S. Connell. This book is a kind of classic character study, but in its day, I think it was quite revolutionary, where it tells the life of, um, of a Midwestern uh, woman who is kind of at the top of her social circle, and we just learn about her through these small fragments and impressions but it's mostly a novel as character sketch. There isn't a tremendous driving forward motion of the plot. It's just about getting to know this person on a deep, intimate level and seeing surprising things about them. So I, for my own writing, I would say, the tip I would take from this is to try fragmentation and to get to know a character on a deep level. The next favorite read is Very Cold People by Sarah Manguso. 
this book just came out and I immediately grabbed it up because I'm always interested in books that uh, are said to have captured the spirit of New England. And I think this one does a great job uh, at that. This, the chilliness of spirit, certainly, and the Puritan uh, Protestant ethic um, and, and just kind of the buttoned up nature of the characters felt very real and very relatable. This was uh, a story about trauma in many ways, but it was also about the culture of a place and how the culture of a place that encourages silence. It has a kind of toughness of spirit that I admire, even as it's also about uh, not airing your dirty laundry and, and having an intense feeling of privacy, emotional privacy above all. Uh, I think that this book really captured that wonderfully. So the tip I would take for this book is to think about region and locality and localness and lean into those sort of local aspects of a culture and how they shape the way that people think and feel and speak to one another. And then finally, uh, the last favorite read of 2022 for me was the book I mentioned last week, Ling Ma's Bliss Montage, a truly great short story collection that had me thrilled again for what short stories can do. And I won't say much more about it because I spoke about it last week, but I would just add that the tip that I would take from this book for my writing is the feeling of economy and efficiency how these stories get right off the ground with their intriguing either character problem or magical premise that is going to set the tone and fascinate me from page one. There's no need to just kind of spin your wheels uh, for pages and pages. Let's just get right to the intriguing situation that these stories present us with. So those were my favorite reads of 2022. I'd love to hear what yours were or whether you agree or disagree with mine. Uh, please feel free to uh, email me at writerlybytespodcast at gmail.com or find uh, me on Twitter and let's keep the conversation going. Thanks for listening. The Writerly Bites podcast will be back with micro tips to make your writing better. It's produced by me, Blair Hurley. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and visit the website at writerlybites.com. Email me at writerlybitespodcast at gmail.com with your favorite tips or questions about the writing life, which I'd love to tackle in future episodes. And it's getting closer and closer uh, for the launch date of my second novel, Minor Profits, which will be out in April 2023. Please visit my website and learn more and consider pre-ordering. It, it really helps uh, authors if you consider a pre-order. Thanks so much.